This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small, devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 9 is going to be from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Being a disciple of Christ, follower of Christ, Christian, is about being called out of darkness and into his marvelous light. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, the Bible reads, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Talking to the church, he calls them a, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God chose the church. He made them a royal priesthood. If you know anything about the book of Leviticus and the Old Testament, you know that the Levites were God's priests. They were the ones that were to minister to the tabernacle. They were to minister to the things of God and take care of the people, to make sure the people understood the importance of serving God. A holy nation is a people that is separated apart by God to be his people, his own special people. And the reason for this is so that we can proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness. But in order to be this people, in order to be this chosen generation, royal priesthood, holy nation, this special people, we have to be called out of darkness. We have to come out of this darkness that the world has in order to serve him. Because at one time, we were still in this darkness. Notice verse 10, who were once were not a people, you see, but he chose us to come out of that and to be his people and to receive his mercy. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 18, the Bible says, now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. Zebulun and Naphtali were two of the tribes of Israel. So these were supposed to be God's people. But in verse 14 it says that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. These were supposed to be God's people. These were supposed to be God's regions. But according to verse 16 here in Matthew chapter 4, these people sat in darkness. Why? Because God had not come. God had not been there yet. And now... Jesus is getting uh, getting ready to be born. He's going to be born. He's going to come to these people, and he's going to re he's going to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You see, sin causes us to set in darkness, and if we have sin in our lives, we separate ourselves from God. In Isaiah chapter fifty nine verses one and two, we see this principle. But when Jesus came, light dawned on this land. 
And now they have an opportunity to come to him. They have an opportunity to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus began to preach to them. And he is the light of the world. Light has dawned upon us. And all we have to do is come out of the world in order to stand in his light. In 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, the Bible says, Do not love the world or the things that are in the world. If we love the world, we're going to be out of his light. We can't stand in his light and love the world at the same time. Do not love the world or the things in the world. For anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it. But he who does the will of, of God abides forever. And so we see we cannot love the world and walk in the light of Christ because all that is in the world is sin. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are sinful things for us. And if we love them more than God, then we cannot stand in his light. We are not his chosen people, his royal priesthood, his holy nation, his own special people, because we have to come out of that in order to be that. Notice verse 9 of 1 Peter chapter 2. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We have to come out of these worldly things in order to stand in the light of God. If we are continuing in sin, Romans chapter 6, verse 1, how shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Grace is not going to abound. Mercy is not going to abound. And we are going to be standing in darkness as long as we are in sin. We have to come out of that darkness in order to come into the light of Christ. In John chapter 1, verses 4 and 5, it says, In him was life, talking about Jesus, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You see, he came to shine in the darkness. And if we want to have a part of that, we've got to come over out of this darkness and into his light. Because the darkness doesn't comprehend it. The world is not going to comprehend what God stands for, what Jesus stands for. And that's why they <clears throat> crucified him. It's because they didn't, uh, did not understand what he was offering. And so the darkness crucified Christ. But if we want to stand in his light, we've got to come out of the darkness. We've got to allow him to turn on the light switch and show us the way. In John chapter 3, verses 19 through 21, the Bible says, And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every... One practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. You see, the world hates the light. Why? Why does the world hate the light? Because their deeds are evil. And Jesus shines a light upon those evil deeds. And everyone can see them as evil because of Christ and his life and what he is saying and practicing. But this is the condemnation of the world, that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light. If we want to be a Christian, if we want to be a follower of Christ, we have to come out of that darkness. We have to understand 
evil and see evil for what it is and love light rather than darkness. If you do not love the light, you'll stay in the darkness. Being a disciple of Christ, a follower of Christ, a Christian, is about being called out of darkness and into the marvelous light that Jesus offers. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 5-7, through 7, it says, This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we're going to be cleansed from sin, we have to walk in the light. And this is the message we've heard from the beginning, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. We cannot be in God's presence and have darkness in our lives. We have to be washed by the blood of Christ. We have to follow Christ in order to stand in God's presence. If we say that we have fellowship with him, talking about Jesus, and walk in darkness, we lie. We cannot continue in sin and say we have fellowship with Christ, because Christ is in the light, and we all know what happens when you turn on a light in a dark room the darkness goes away it cannot have fellowship with the light and so if we have a darkness in us that we refuse to repent of we cannot stand in the light of jesus in john chapter 8 and verse 12 the bible says then jesus spoke to them saying i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life Jesus is the light of the world. If we desire to follow him, we've got to get rid of the darkness that is in our life so that we can walk in his light. Because he is the light and wherever he goes, it dispels darkness. And so if you have darkness in your life, you're going to be dispelled by the light of Christ and you will not be able to follow him. In Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 16, Jesus says this, you are the light of the world, talking about his followers, his disciples, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And so Christ is the light of the world. And if we are going to be his disciples, we've got to shine that light. But if there's darkness in us, we put a basket over that light and it doesn't shine from us. Because darkness and light cannot coexist together. And so our light gets muffled. It can't be seen by the world as long as there is a basket on the lampstand. We have to get rid of the darkness, which is that basket, so that our light can be shined before men, so that we will glorify our Father. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Proclaiming the praises of him who called you out of darkness is shining that light to the world so that the world can see it. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, the Bible says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. It's easy to have darkness in our lives. But it's hard to shine the light of the world 
It's hard to shine the light and to walk on that narrow path. Because it's not easy. It's a life that's going to bring persecution. It's a life that's going to have trials and tribulations. Because the world loves darkness. So if you want to walk on the way, on the path that is lit by the light of Jesus, you have to get rid of the darkness in order to get on the narrow path. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18, the Bible says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? When we are unequally yoked with unbelievers, their darkness suppresses our light. Remember Amos chapter 3 and verse 3? How can two walk together unless they be agreed? That's because either two are walking, shining the light of God, or one is walking in darkness and one is walking in the light, and their darkness covers the light of the one that is walking in the light, where it's not seen in the world. Verse 15, And what accord has Christ with Baal, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Come out from among them. Come out from whom? Come out from the world and be separate from the world. If the world does this and it's not approved of by God, come out from that. Be separated from that. The world says you don't have to come to services to be a Christian. God says, forsake not the assembling of the righteous, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. If you're in that condition, come out from amongst them and be separate. Come out from amongst the sin and walk in the light. The world says you can drink alcohol and be a Christian, but God says that alcohol is evil. Come out from amongst that and be separate. Don't touch that which is unclean and I will receive you. Being a disciple of Christ, follower of Christ, Christian, is being called out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.